0: In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues. This station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tug Entertainment or its partners.
1: It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright.
2: Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I am your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is a pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a really amazing show. I'll be introducing my guests shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It'll be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. I've been thinking about leadership quite a lot lately and what it means to have influence in a group. If someone wants to be a successful leader in any group, that leader must identify where the center of gravity lies in the room. In other words, who within the group are people already drawn to? If a leader doesn't identify the influential forces that already exist within the group or even blatantly ignores them, that leader is destined to fail. If a leader does not gain the trust and respect of the most influential members of their group, the leader will likely lose the influence within the entire group. So how can this be done? i outlined a bunch of methods in my book for young people called student leadership strategies twenty one easy ways to become a center of influence in your group but one of the ways that comes to mind immediately is the idea of transparency being authentic with others is the quickest way to earn respect with them that clearly involves communicating your intentions and being open and approachable i'm sure we can all recall examples of leaders who have refused to be open and transparent do we trust and respect these leaders probably not However, accomplishing anything great in life does require the cooperation of others. If you are open with the key people in your group, it is certainly a great start to building a team that can do awesome and amazing things. With all this in mind, I want to introduce my guest. But before I forget, let me give you the call-in number in case you'd like to call in and participate in today's discussion. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. My guest this week is John Bronson. Let me tell you a little bit about him. John Bronson is a former NFL tight end for the Arizona Cardinals of the NFL, and he has created an, uh, much deserved respect off the football field as well as a business entrepreneur. John has successfully started and managed several companies, including a travel company, a personal training company, and real estate investment companies. He currently runs and manages several companies, including SporeMent, which is a youth sports mentoring company. Bronson Travel, which of course is a travel company, and Solis, which is a skincare company. John has a Bachelor of Arts degree from Penn State University and is a four-year letterman on the Penn State Nittany Lions football team. He currently resides in Phoenix with his family. And with all of this in mind, here is my guest, John Bronson. John, are you there? I am here. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for uh, coming to Success Profiles Radio today. It is an honor and a privilege to have you here today. Well, thank you very much for having me on, and... And uh, thank you for that great introduction oh you're very welcome. What I like to do with every guest at the beginning of the show is to have them talk about their background. What is it that got you started? Where did things begin for you, and how did that lead to where you are right now?
0: Sure, absolutely. You know, I always like to start from kind of my childhood because I think it you know has a lot to do with how you you end up as you become an adult and you know through the course of of my life, uh, my, my parents, are, they're great. I, I was a military kid, a military brat is what they call it. And so being a military brat, you bounce around a lot from house to house, excuse me, from um, state to state, uh, house to house, and, uh, and all of those things, you always come where you meet new people, have new friends in this case, you're in, in new schools with with other kids and things like that. So all of that collectively, you just end up over time just being able to uh, connect and, and work with different people in different environments of, of different uh, backgrounds, and et cetera. Which you know, as you can fast forward what, you know, thirty, you know, twenty years or so um, to help different business opportunities and you know football and things you know, come come to life. So, um, I would like to start there. So, it obviously. You know, with with my parents being able to help me out there, that's uh, that's a, that's a big part. And then um, I was able to. I always had, when I was younger, had a, always had an idea of wanting to do things. I was one of that one of those kids who always wanted to, to uh, I guess to sell something, whatever. I was I always looking to sell all my parents' stuff all the time. So I think way back then, I always had the entrepreneurial spirit of being able to do something. Uh, you know, as an entrepreneur, even when I was young, and so. That's I'd, I'd say was the was the nitty gritty of, of of where uh, the skills of being an entrepreneur came in, and then over time you just uh, put those things together and, and learn and, and keep going from there. So,
2: hmm. wow, that's that's really interesting. I mean, you had that entrepreneurial spirit uh, even when you were very young, and a lot of times that does forecast what can happen to you as an adult. You think back, you know, to. To what you were good at when you were a kid and what you enjoyed doing, and some of those things should serve as a clue to what you might be a good candidate to do as an adult. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. No, you're you're exactly right. I mean, football was one of those things, and I always loved to. I was one of those kids who loved those fundraisers. You know, those when you're in elementary school or whatever. I always loved to to go knock on the neighbor on the neighbor's door and ask, you know, and and sell like, the candies or whatever other mm. other things that you were selling. So, yes, you're exactly
2: right. So yeah. that was definitely kind of my blood there. That's great. Uh, we'll definitely be talking about sports here uh, in, a, in a minute, but you've mentioned to me privately that you love jazz music and that you uh, went around and tried to uh, get yourself out there in the community as a musician when you were in high school. Is, am I right about that? Absolutely. You know, I, you know, through junior high and high school, I was a very talented trumpet player.
0: A lot of people don't know that. Um, you know, I that would have been my second or third love, I guess you can say, uh, in relation to to music. But, you know, a really, very talented uh, trumpet player. I played for a lot of different events, weddings, church events, uh, you name it. And, you know, obviously just like jazz, gospel was was very big in my family as well. So I always did a lot of different events, uh, especially related to church events. And so that was something that I, you know, kind of in hindsight, I wish I would have continued, <laughs> you know, um, even as a, a hobby, I've kind of let it go by the wayside uh, over the years. But, yeah, it's definitely a, a great time of life to, uh, to be a musician mm-hmm. and to to play the trumpet, so it was fun.
2: Yeah, that's great. So you did events and you booked your own events. I would imagine the entrepreneurial spirit had to come out a little bit in that regard.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're always selling yourself, I guess you can say. And so it was it, it's a little bit easier when you're a musician, I guess you can say, and when people are in front of you, because one gig leads to the next to the next from somebody just listening to from you in in their event or or church function, then one you to come to their church and so on and so forth. So absolutely, I mean, you're always having to uh, be on the on your be at your best, even as a musician, uh, yeah. to always find the best to get the best opportunities, and then from there, it's all about uh, definitely. Uh, you know, booking, you know, the the events
2: and and events to go into the next event. That's great. And I know in sales, uh, when you can create referral experiences, that's the best and most reliable way to build a following. Were you actively booking based on referrals, or how did you generate your business?
0: It was all referrals. I don't believe when I was that young I really even understood what, what all that means as as what it does now. It just happened. That way, right. and through the referral marketing, uh, I, guess, I guess you would say. But absolutely, it was basically all referrals. There was no no business cards. There was no no, no really other than the networking of me playing in, in front of hundreds of people, and and somebody of that crowd going, "Hey, that was great. You know, can we can we book you for here?" Um, yeah. The referral source was definitely a big uh, the contributing factor for me to continue as a musician uh, throughout you know, all the way up until I left for high, for
2: college. Yeah. Had you ever had any aspirations of making that a full-time career, or did you realize that football was going to be your vehicle even more so? You know what I, I did? Even going into college, I I thought about continuing, um,
0: but I tell you with the demands of not only uh, with academics and, and football and, and other uh, things that you're obligated to as a, a collegiate athlete, mm-hmm. um, it just wasn't suitable for me to continue to be a musician at that given time right something down the, down the road I, look I would back like I, to
2: spend a, yeah go ahead, go ahead go ahead I was going to say I want to spend a little bit of time talking about your recruitment to Penn State we'll talk about you know what it was like playing for Joe Paterno in the next segment uh, I don't know how much different uh, college football recruiting is now than when you were recruited was that recruiting experience somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 or 15 years ago uh, yes, but, uh, 12 years, 13 years ago to be exact, yes. Okay, well, we got less than two minutes to our next break, so let me, our first break, so let me ask you, were you heavily recruited out of high school, did people find you, or did you have to put yourself out there and, in a sense, market your skills and talents to the places where you wanted to go? You know what,
0: I was, uh, I was a combination,
2: I wasn't really, uh, I wasn't the, the, the blue, the
0: blue chip player as they have out there, I was, was kind of the middle of the pack, um, you know, our. our High school team wasn't this great, but you know I stood out within our our county and, and state and things like that. And and basically how it went in a nutshell, and I'll have to pick it up on the other other side, is that in state I reached out to a lot of different schools um, to show my worth, I guess you can say. And with that, I heard back from some. They said, "Hey, thank you, but no thank you." And then there mm-hmm. were some that uh, gave me a shot within mm-hmm. whether it was camps. Or, or clinics, and then after that, you know, self facilitate and then there was also some who just was in the neighborhood schools, you know the washington Washington states who you know have no known, known about me and uh so it was a mixture, but yes, there's definitely a ton of self promotion
2: uh yeah. even as a, a collegiate, uh... excuse me a high school football player, yeah, and uh I'm sure that involved newspaper clippings and maybe video is that right
0: oh absolutely, I mean you know you know're writing letters you're you're, you have your film, and, and, you know, you want your your school, the school that you're interested in, to make sure that, that they know someone about you. Um, you know, as you just said, newspaper articles, anything that gives you an edge, uh-huh. that's exactly what yeah. I look to do. I help from friends. I had other friends who got scholarship offers from other where their word of mouth helped. Uh, that's great. You know, uh, to, to look, uh, to get an give me a look for, the, you know, different schools, so,
2: All of that combined. All right, and we are up against our first break. We will be right back on the other side. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us.
1: The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. What's ideal for you? Really, what's ideal for you? Being who you are, doing what you love, and getting out and about with friends. What's ideal for you? with your host, Janice Christopher. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. And it all starts with Janice doing just that, then being open, curious, authentic, and living her life on a quest to discover everything that could possibly make life ideal. Check out the website, whatsidealforyou.com. Studies have shown that 80% of Americans, and probably everyone else, too, dislike their work. 80%. The mission then is to turn that passion statistic around to show how it is possible to live your passions and make a living or live your passions so that you'll be able to mush through your job until you can change it and watch life's magic begin to happen. It's What's Ideal for You with your host, Janice Christopher, Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life. And the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Riles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. We'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Riles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright.
2: And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My guest this week is John Bronson, and we are talking about his football background uh, I asked right before the break about the recruitment process from high school to college. And I know that we didn't really have a lot of time to touch on that subject. So I'd like to continue on that subject. We talked about how John marketed himself as an athlete to some of the schools that he really wanted to go to. And gone are the days where you can just put yourself out there, the build it and they will come mentality. You have to put yourself out there and make sure that other people notice you. And that's what John did. So I want to talk about what the recruitment process with Penn State was like did you get to meet Joe Paterno during your recruitment and what was your first impression of him
0: absolutely I did you know the first time I met Joe actually was at was at camp and that's where not only myself but um, one of my best friends and uh, we both went to the Penn State camp together and it was so random how we did that I just was looking on the internet one day and wanted to pick actually the least expensive camp that could fit my budget because I was on a a Chuck E. Cheese uh, budget at the time, um, and I had some support from my parents and, and my my extended family, my aunts, my, my grandparents to help me get to camp. But I was on a Chuck E. Cheese budget. I worked at Chuck E. Cheese for you know throughout uh, throughout high school, so that's another tidbit there. But with that, um, you know, we 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 both decided to go to Penn State uh, for for football camp, and you know, we didn't know anything what to expect. Neither neither did we really know. Much about Joe Burtner. We're from the West Coast. We're from Washington State, Kent, Washington. You know, really didn't follow Penn State, and uh, you know, it was just kind of a, a random ordeal. So, with that, all that said, we got to meet Joe for the first time. He definitely was and an, uh, a, a different uh, character than a lot of other coaches that we have met. He's very—I always say—going uh, to Penn State was almost like just shy of being in the military. Very uh, it's very regiment. It's It's here. It is. It's you know, kind of take it or leave it mentality, and I say that because uh, other coaches that I've associated with and things like that, you know, was kind of and they were kind of buttering you up per se. And so with with Penn State, it's like, hey look, we want you, we 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 want you, and we're glad that you have some interest in us, and we you know, obviously they end up offering both of us scholarships, but we don't need you (laughs) per se, and uh, and that that. For that reason, right there, I think what separated a lot of other schools from from Penn State is because uh, not only was was uh, school a a one go school, like I said, was very by the book, and and uh, but in the same sentence, you know, he helped you to prepare you for life outside of football. He didn't really when he, when he sat in Jay, and they both sat in my my house and talked to my parents and everything. They did not. Uh, they didn't really care much about the football aspect, as they did more so the academics. So they, you know, ensured my parents and my parents that I would get a, a, a world-class education, I graduate, and then football was secondary. And then if if, if I'm lucky, I will be a pretty good football player. Um, and so it's total reverse of what, you know, most coaches you hear from and they'll really have to say. And and so that, those things right there are some of the characteristics in which Joe Definitely, you know, shine above a lot of the other coaches that I had came in contact with.
2: That's that's pretty amazing. And I th- if you think about it, I mean, Penn State for a very long time sat right at or near the top of the uh, football world. And in business, really, if you think about this, even as a business lesson, if you have something that other people want, you don't have to act desperate to have your customers. You create an sure. environment that other people want want to be a part of. And I think what, what it sounds, what I'm hearing is that uh, Joe Paterno and Penn State created an environment that other people wanted to be a part of. They want you, but they don't need you. They'll live without you, but they'll be very glad to have you along for the ride. And it sounds like that's uh, what you got out of it. Am I right?
0: Absolutely. You know, and, and you always want the, the truth in anything. And, and as, as I heard you talk about that earlier and transparency, and that's something that I felt really, really good about is that, all right, yeah, this, this coach is really hard, and it's, it's going to be a challenge. I'm always up for a challenge, so that's probably another thing that drove me. And uh, it's going to be a challenge to go here. It wasn't easy. I mean, Penn State is not a cakewalk school, and right. you can't just go, go to class and go, go to sleep. I mean, there's there's eyeballs looking at you from every direction, and that will get back to, you know, if you're not yeah. paying attention, if you're not on time, if you're – you know, the one biggest thing that I always say that a lot of people – I always try to tell a lot of people, if I see them, if you're – Joe always had this, if you were – on time you're you're late and by mm-hmm. that about ten minutes. And if you're if you're ten minutes early, then you're on time. Yeah. And so those little tidbits right there made the biggest difference when you now are removed from college and you go into the business world.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I wanna ask you about some of the other lessons you learned from him. One thing that is really iconic about the Penn State uniforms, for example, is uh, your last name, your name did not appear on your uniform. Every other team out there has the players' names on the uniform, but Penn State never, ever did that. Did he ever state a reason why that was the case?
0: Nobody was bigger than the team. Hmm. Uh, there was no individuals. Uh, there was no, you know, this person's uh, just better than that person. Everybody's the exact same. Even uh, going back as an alumni, um, you know, there's first round, the first-round draft picks all the way to, free agents like myself that and they would not treat you would not treat you any different he didn't mm-hmm. care what what your what your, uh, what your religion was what your what your, what your uh, race was what your financial status was If you were a football player or him you know he treated at the same and so that's carried out into the way that he did things on the field with no names you know the playing uniforms, and, I mean, I could go on and on and on about different mm-hmm. characteristics of things that are, are, like I said, in the end, it's it's one team. You know, Penn State was one team. Nobody's bigger than the team.
2: Right, right. Well, that's, that's an amazing philosophy to carry forward, and I'm sure that's something that you have continued to remember and implement uh, all the way through your business life. I want to ask... You something though too John. It seems like uh, Penn State uh, is one of those schools where there's such a huge sense of community within the university environment. Joe Paterno passed away recently for those of you that you know don't or don't know or didn't know or haven't followed football a whole lot, but he coached there for over 50 years. Is that about right? Sixty-one years. Sixty-one years. That—that that is, I mean, that kind of longevity means you're doing at least a few things right. So when Joe Paterno passed away, I mean, I, I'm sure there was a huge sense of community and coming together uh, with current and former players. What was what was what was it like to deal with with that? It's almost like you lose your dad, isn't it?
0: Absolutely. I mean, you you for sixty-one years and, and uh, fifty of those. Uh, excuse me, you yeah, head coach, 61 mm-hmm. total. And uh, think about there's, you know, it's about 100 guys per team per year. So you do the math. That's a lot of influence wow. on a lot of different guys. So you have all of these past guys all the way from the 1940s, you know, late 40s, early 50s, wow. all the way up to the 2011, 2012, excuse me. That's a lot of influence on a lot of different people. A lot of these people today are, mm-hmm. are some of our politicians, they are attorneys, they're businessmen, they're Wall Street guys and they run a lot of <laughs> of, of office uh, of, uh, of, of they have, they're in a, in a huge leadership role in a lot yeah. of different places. So right. anytime you have an influence on that many people, um, it's definitely like you like you just said, like you lost your your dad yeah uh, but the good thing about it is that we uh, you know it's a celebration of his life so it wasn't it wasn't the fact that we know that everybody comes and everybody goes it's the way it goes, but it was a celebration yeah. of his life and also with that we're able to know and remember all the things that he's taught us helped us with you know and everybody's uh everybody's uh path is so different a lot of these guys were you know some of these guys were from you know the the streets, and I mean yeah. places that I would never go to, and a lot of these guys, right. you know, some of these guys were, you know, had had past uh, Penn State parents go there, so yeah, all that combined, Joe was definitely an influence on a lot of people's lives. So it was definitely one of those, uh, you know, trying times for for yeah. for
2: us as we came yep. together. So absolutely. Well, we've got about three minutes or so to our next break, so I want to move to the next topic. I mean, from Penn State. You ended up playing in the NFL, and unlike uh, some folks, you were not drafted. So that meant that you were a free agent, and you had to try and latch onto a team. Talk about the the tough road that had to be. I mean, f- to make it onto a team as an undrafted rookie t- takes a lot of tenacity, intensity, and uh, determination. Tell us a little what that journey was like for you.
0: Absolutely. You know, I always start with this because it's the most important thing that that drove me to, and uh, is that. Another one of these points of Joe I always learned from Joe is that you can take care of the small things, the big things will take care of themselves. And so, you know, I was a guy who played defense for most of my career at Penn State. And then my senior year, I uh, moved to tight end because we didn't have any. All the tight ends were were depleted from the year before, and there was only uh, one other guy uh, that was playing tight end. So I moved over my senior year, which is almost pro-suicide, um, and, and played tight end for one year before you know, getting a shot with the Cardinals. And so it was definitely experience. You definitely have to work harder than you've ever worked in your life. You make sacrifices and you ever more sacrifices than you ever made in your life. I mean, you know, the uh, the mentality is, it's so different. It's so above and beyond what you think that you're at, that you have to drive yourself even further to get that opportunity. And so I was blessed with uh, with an opportunity to come here. Jenny Green gave me a shot and I did not take it for granted. i Bust my butt every single day until, and I was determined to make that team. Um, So it's it's more the mentality that you have to have, and you know I didn't have a quit mentality. I didn't I don't even know what that means. It wasn't even my dictionary. Still is, you know. I I just drove until I couldn't drive anymore, and then, you know, there it is. You know, on the other side, um, you know the hard work pays off, and and you know I ended up making the team. So it was definitely a great experience that. You know, I say between that time from training all the way up to made the team. I tell you what, it was a journey, but it was
2: it was very, very uh, worth it, worth the travel. So, that's fantastic. We are coming up against our next break very shortly. We are talking with John Bronson. We've been talking about his his football career, what it was like to play for Coach Joe Paterno at Penn State University, and the life lessons that he learned, and also his journey trying to latch onto a professional football team, which he successfully did with the Arizona Cardinals. We will be right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us.
1: The Mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Get the competitive edge and take your success to the next level with the Gold Medal Success Show and your host, Forrest Fisher, six-time U.S. National Gold Medalist. Tune in every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central, 6 Pacific, here on the Rockstar Radio Network, as Forrest gives you access into the mindset of true champions and helps you apply these success principles to your life and business for immediate results. Each show will feature guest athletes and business experts who have achieved tremendous success and are ready to share their stories of struggle, glory, Tragedy and Triumph, revealing tips and strategies Forrest and these guest experts used to propel themselves to world-class success. Many people live their whole lives wanting more. The Gold Medal Success Show will demonstrate that anyone can have a more fulfilling and satisfying life when they put a few basic principles into play. Make every day game day with the Gold Medal Success Show each Thursday
3: morning at 8 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Mobile is the future, and the future is now. Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 Central, to brilliant mobile marketing with your host, Mobile Mary, as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, mobile marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simply and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, both traditional and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with brilliant mobile marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central on the Rockstar Radio Network.
1: Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright.
2: And once again, we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is John Pronson, who has played college football and professional football. And uh, we talked a little bit in the last segment about uh, what he learned from Coach Joe Paterno, who is one of the most iconic college football coaches uh, ever and also his journey to uh, make it onto to an NFL team. And he uh, was an undrafted rookie out of college, and he latched on to the Arizona Cardinals. And your coach on that team was Dennis Green. And I can tell you, I, I'm a lifelong Vikings fan, so I saw Dennis Green from afar when he was coaching the Vikings, and then he came to Arizona. So I know that he, he has to be much, much different to play for than Joe Paterno. How, how would you compare and contrast the two?
0: You know, I mean, you know, he was just a, he was a very reserved coach for the, you know, and, and that's kind of part of the atmosphere of a professional uh, football player. You know, it's, it's a little bit different. You know, there's not as much hand-holding. So, you, you know, he expected you. Whereas Joe, even though he had yeah, high expectations, it was also uh, made sure that you knew what those expectations were. Whereas in, in the NFL, you're already expected to know things it's it's producing time it's there's no time for not a lot of time for uh for education i guess you can say it's more it's all right let's just insert it and, and let's go and um you know but but denny green was a great great guy he uh you know he obviously gave me an opportunity to uh, to showcase my skills and, and, and which led to you know making a team there and i definitely have all the respect and and uh for denny green and and, you know, like I said, as far as his his persona, you know, they had a lot of things in common, and they also had a lot of things not in common. But for the most part, he was just a reserve guy. He expected you to know everything that you needed to know per position. And, and uh, so every time you walked on the practice field, whether whether you just got to play 10 minutes ago, you were expected to know exactly what you were doing uh, to perform through practice and, and games and et cetera. So, that's great. Well, what did the
2: what did being in the NFL teach you about yourself? You know, number one, it, 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 you teach responsibility
0: a lot really fast. I mean, you're not only NFL is the fun part of it; it's the behind the scenes part of it. You know, you're coming straight from somewhere. Most of us coming from a college, you just you just you know, the draft was was four days before, so now you're going to a camp. You're inserting yourself in all this. You gotta you gotta look for a place to stay. You gotta you find a place. Uh, uh, get a car to drive. You got to do all these things at the drop of a hat. For the past four or five years, you really didn't there was not a lot that you had to do uh, for yourself mm-hmm. as you do so in the lead. And so, it definitely teaches you accountability and responsibility super fast. You're basically an entrepreneur again, uh, or not again, but a base an entrepreneur that's that's with an organization. That's the best way to put it.
2: Okay, that's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, life outside of football has also been very productive for you. Uh, there have been several successful businesses that you've started, so let's talk about some of them. Uh, perhaps one of the most meaningful experiences you've had outside of football is starting a company called Spormet. Uh Tell us about that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, you know, the first thing I say is, I know we're going to get to it at some point, but it's important to say that I definitely have a, a great support staff, and one of those people in my su- support, I don't, not staff, but support team, I guess you can say, is my wife. She definitely is a, is a huge contributing factor to, uh, to allow me to do a lot of the things I do. So I definitely have to make sure uh, that, that that she knows that. And, and it's very important because that helps me to, to to create companies like Sporman and things like that. So, anyway, with that said, it's, it's a very unique company. We just uh, went in our, our full launch here about a month ago. And basically what it is is a youth sports mentoring company uh, that we mentor kids using former professional and collegiate athletes. Uh, we do it in a very unique way where we our, our, our base is through live video, so using a Skype platform. We're able to communicate with uh, a particular uh, youth athlete, teach them a lot of different skills, everything from life skills to nutrition uh, to a difficult, uh, physical therapy. Uh, things, uh, uh, rehab, excuse me, that, that they could use for, for sport. Um, personal mentorship, you know, the biggest thing is, uh, mental toughness. That's my, that's the other big thing. Big thing we look, look to create is a platform where these young athletes can get all the information that they can, uh, use to not just become good athletes, but become better people, whether it's, uh, through business, through music, or entertainment, whatever they're looking to do. So, um, with that, we have each of our sports mentors who is uh, is a one-on-one mentor to them. Um, just as I have a business, uh, a mentor, excuse me, these kids have a mentors to, uh, our, these me, sportsmen are mentors to these young athletes. And so it's a great way to be able to kind of create this third-party uh, validation and also, um, you know, I guess therapy. Uh, session, I guess you can say, outside of you know a, a brother or sister or parent or whatever, and they can feel really comfortable about you know taking those next steps throughout their uh, their life. So, okay,
2: wow, well, that's great. So, uh, what sports do you offer coaching in? Are the, just the 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 mainstream sports like football and basketball, or or do you branch out into a lot of other sports? We branch out to a lot of, a lot of other sports. The easiest way to Without going through every sport,
0: if it's offered in college, we offered it on, on com. Okay. So uh, that's how we want to approach all of our sports.
2: Okay. So we're, we're thinking uh, gymnastics and volleyball and wrestling and maybe even cheerleading? Absolutely. Yep. You're in, and cheerleading is actually, uh, you know, one of the bigger
0: ones <laughs> as well, as you can probably right. imagine. And and a lot of the, you know, people probably understand, like, how is it possible to live video and things like that? Well, a lot of what we teach is mental, you know, the mental aspect, the mental side of the game, uh-huh. you know, which accumulates for about 80%, you know, of, yes. of an athlete. So once the mental side, once you get the, the head together, you know, from whatever standpoint necessary, then the physical, you know, becomes easier, I guess you could yes. say.
2: Okay, so the fact that you do this on Skype does that mean that your your kids that you work with do they have to be local or do you have kids that you're working with that are not local? Yeah,
0: no, absolutely. Uh, this is nationwide right now. We this platform that we we put together is a nationwide platform, and so you know a kid doesn't have to be in Arizona; they could be in Pennsylvania, they can be in Florida or wherever. And our mentors that, uh, are from all over as well, and so. Um, what's What's great about this is that mentorship can happen anywhere mm-hmm. at any time, so
2: it's not it's not uh, state specific. okay, so what age limit do you place on the kids that you work with our Our lowest age is eight all the way to 17. 17 okay. 18, depending on obviously
0: when okay. if there's
2: you know se- okay. seniors in, in high school, okay. That's great. And uh, when kids graduate from your program and graduate from, from high school, is, is there an effort to stay in touch with them or to re-include them back into the program at some point after they finish? Absolutely. That's something that
0: we're actually obviously, you know, we don't have any that's cycled through uh, for outside of uh, 17 yet. But when that time comes, we absolutely are, are going to are going to have a program where there's a kind of a follow-up uh, to make sure that they're still on track through college and you know trade school or, or whatever
2: uh, the future holds for them. Absolutely, because college is a huge adjustment. I remember for me, I grew up in a really small town in Iowa, relatively small town, and uh, moving to Ames, Iowa, to go to Iowa State. I mean, it was a bigger city. Uh, I enjoyed it, but it was an adjustment. I mean, I like you mentioned before, you had to do a lot of things for yourself for the. Very popular, a huge adjustment. You, you grow up real fast that first year in college. You have to or you fail. Absolutely. Absolutely. yeah. You're exactly
0: right. So all those things in place, it's just giving them the tools to be able to succeed. You know, I always say, and I may have already said it, you know, everybody can use a little mentorship or, you know, at any age. Um, mm-hmm. I'm 30 and I, I still have, I have a mentor and, and it serves purpose for me to keep me aligned to make yeah. sure that I'm still reaching my goals, to be accountable to everything that I'm doing. And it's important for, for you know, a fifteen year old. The same yeah. same same life. They have a person that they're accountable to and kid and that can shed some some insight on on uh whatever the situation is. And so that's what we look to bring to the table for a lot of these a lot of these kids.
2: Okay. Well, that's great. Um, You mentioned uh, nutrition, physical rehab. I mean, obviously, you know, high school kids are going to get injured when they're playing their sports. You have a physical rehab component. You have a one-on-one mentorship component as well. Uh, Talk a little bit about some of that. Absolutely. I'll start with nutrition. Nutrition, you know, these days,
0: obviously, there's, you know, I don't have to really say it, there's all kind of different fast food chains and and everything you think of. What we want to do is make sure that, uh, you know, all of our kids are educated on, the right things to eat, and so uh, we have a, a great nutritionist. Her name is Melanie Alberts uh, on on board, and, and she uh, definitely does a, a great job with with uh, creating and a different nutrition programs for for kids. And that's the biggest thing that we want to accomplish with this is that being able to uh, make sure that not only kids but parents as well as are, are educated in proper nutrition, and so. Um, so speaking speaking of parents, we also have parent coaching and mentoring, and that's that's spirited by uh, uh, one of our ladies, her name is Sharon Ray. And with that as well, we want to make sure that parents informed to how to basically be better parents. And so, you know, we, I always say I, we're not transformers, not here to be a parent to mm-hmm. to their, their kids. Neither are we want to be a coach. You know, that's why there's coach and that's why there's parents. However, we just want to be kind of that that Bridge to be able to, to to gap everything together to make it work in unison, and then and everybody can have a sm- smoother transaction with with their with their young with their
2: kids. So okay. that's the great. biggest thing we're going to do. So great. We've got less than a minute to our next break. Uh, you you do have your sessions with these students uh, after school and on the weekends. Uh, I'm assuming, and uh, we are about. Uh, maybe 15 seconds or so away from the break, so we'll we'll cut this off. We are talking with John Bronson, who's had a a, a career in football, and now his career after football is involved in giving back. His company is called Sporment. It's a, a youth sports coach and mentoring program for for young people, and that's a phenomenal idea that deserves the opportunity to take off. We will be right back after our final break. Please stay with us. This is Success Profiles Radio.
1: is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you yearning to connect with those close to you who have passed on? Do you feel you'd be more at peace or more in balance in your life if you could only have that connection? Now you do. It's time for Alex Laws and the Alex Laws Hour. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Alex discovered an incredible balance that allowed him to listen and receive messages from the other side. Not your traditional psychic medium. Alex has spent the last 27 years as an endurance athlete and entrepreneur. At the core of Alex's abilities is his knowing that in order to open one's soul to the universe, one must open their heart to being authentic. The wisdom Alex has shared from those beyond the veil has helped at an international level and changed people's lives and sometimes, too, their direction in life. Need help with your life or business direction? Tap into the spiritual realm of Alex Laws. For more information, check out alexlaws.com. Then join us for the Alex Laws Hour with Alex Laws. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central, here on The Rock Star Radio Network. Martha Sanchez, the host of Know the Radio Show, empowering women one topic at a time, invites you to join her on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. At the ripe old age of five, she was already interpreting information and documents and instructions on forms for her immigrant parents. Now, through her experience and those of her guests, she will provide you with information and resources that will empower you to balance your life, both professionally and personally, guiding you to become a healthier, happier, and more productive you. Through inspirational stories, examples, and sharing resources, Know the Radio Show and Martha Sanchez will put the focus back on your needs and goals and help cure the disease to please. For more on the show and Martha, check out her website, knowtheradioshow.com. Don't miss, no, the radio show. Empowering women one topic at a time with host Martha Sanchez. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright.
2: And here we are. This is our final segment. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is John Bronson. We are talking about his youth sports and mentoring company called Sporment. That's S-P-O-R-M-E-N-T, which is a hybrid of sports and and mentoring so i thought that was a very clever way to name your company what i want to talk about next john is uh... you obviously uh... spent a a lot of very important time in your life at penn state and the culture and the uh... atmosphere that penn state created obviously made an impression upon you i would imagine that now as you own a business that has affected the way that you create a corporate culture within your company so talk to us a little bit about how your experience has uh, informed the way that you create a culture within your company. Absolutely. You know, I always start
0: by saying, you know, just as I went to school, um, you know, the culture that, you know, we created here is very strict. Um, and and I have that for a reason, just because it's probably just the way that I've been bred, I guess you can say. Um, you know, even starting with our sports mentors, um, we don't allow any sports mentors to join, unless they have a degree, um, you know, bachelor's degree. So that's the first step. And then, you know, after that, obviously, you know, there's other measures that we, we take in place. Um, you know, having a degree, obviously, clearly playing a, a sport, the sport that they're in, um, having the capabilities of, of being accountable uh, with uh, being on time with the sports mentoring sessions. These are all the things that, you know, basically, the same stuff that I grew up in through, through college the same stuff that we've implemented throughout uh, Sporman. And I think it's important to set precedent with those things so not only does the sportsman know the direction that we're going in, but also the parents can feel comfortable uh, with uh, knowing that we've done all our homework, from, you know, from, from our, our clearances and screenings to making sure we have the best qualified uh, people uh, working with us. And so all of that combined, it just makes for what it does, and we've got the people that, you know, don't qualify or, or, or don't fit what we're looking for, um, just as I went to school. And, and uh, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of good players that, you know, went to Miami or Florida or somewhere else, but, you know, they probably couldn't follow the, the boundaries that the Penn State had. Same same ordeal here. And what also it does, the people that are on board, you know, they get a clear picture of exactly what we're looking for and how we all can see uh, can. can succeed through this whole venture together. So those are the biggest things that comes out of our
2: program. That's fantastic. I do want to ask you as well, uh, since you are working with kids and parents, I would imagine there has to be some involvement uh, within the community. So I want to ask, uh, what kinds of relationships within the the community have you been able to establish that supports what you're doing, and, and how does one go about doing that?
0: Absolutely. Well, for starters, you know, I've (laughs) <laughs> it's got to go back to kind of referral network, you know, once, you know, once you get in front of some good people, you know, they end up referring you and before you know, you know, you kind of have an arsenal of, of, of connections for whatever you're looking for. So, you know, I'd say that's the first thing, just being visible, you know, and, you know, one thing leads to another, um, you know, things are not going to happen for themselves. I always like to say, and, you know, you got to just, you know, basically push to the limit until you find what you're looking for. But with that said, you know a lot of the different relationships, especially as of late, that has come with. I've, I've met with some some uh, some great principals and uh, some different uh, student and, uh, advisors, and I mean basically everything. Police officers. I mean, you name it. I mean, I've I've been able to be in, in contact with counselors, uh, music teachers, all these people that are in 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 the, in the school settings uh, and beyond um, are great not only resources but uh, references and also uh, word of mouth referrals to help enhance, uh, men and, and, uh, obviously for their schools or organizations, it definitely, uh, helps for them as well. So, um, you know, like I said, it's, you know, it's really no magic, you know, to all of this. It's just, you know, getting, getting out there and, and being seen and, 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 never taking no for an answer, I
2: guess you can say. Yeah. So. That, okay. That's, that's fantastic. So uh, let's move on to, uh, uh, well, first of all, before we move on to another topic, how can someone get a hold of you, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, parents or community resources, whether they're here in Arizona or not, how can someone reach out to you to find out more about how to become part of the SportMet experience?
0: Absolutely. You can definitely visit us online. We're online
2: at www.spormet.com
0: That's S-P-O-R-M-E-N-T. And uh, we also, you know, we can you can also call us if you have questions. Our number is eight five five seven nine sports. And uh, you know, shoot us an email. We have we're basically open, and basically every communicative way possible. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, just, just Google, uh, not Google, but uh, Facebook.com dot forward slash Foreman. and same with Twitter, Twitter.com forward slash Forman. So we're everywhere. So there's, you know, we we have a lot of information updates for parents and. Uh, you
2: know teachers administrators to to
0: view and and understand our program and
2: and mm-hmm. i'd love to do the work with them that 's fantastic and you talked about referral networking earlier a lot of times how I get really fantastic guests for my show is through the referrals of of other people and my friend Andrew Friedman brought us together and I want to thank him for doing that as he's brought several people to me and, and it, it that's really how the world goes around is you know, if you talk about the whole six degrees of separation, someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone and so on. And that's how you build any enterprise. Does that sound right? That's exactly correct. And I want to piggyback off that definitely and and Andrew uh I think for putting this
0: together. Andrew definitely is a is a connector as as what mm-hmm. they what they call him and so he definitely you know, uh, attempts to and you know and push, put the right people
2: in place and so you
0: know
2: thoroughly appreciate your efforts. That's fantastic. Let's talk about Solis. This is a, a completely different animal than Sporment, but it's something that you are equally passionate about. It's a skincare company, uh, but it's not just any skincare company. Tell us what makes what you do in this company unique in the marketplace.
0: Absolutely, what we we did was in, invent a wash-on sunscreen. One of my, a couple of my partners. One of my partners, he had an aha moment of of uh, putting a soap sunscreen together, and so through a bunch of different research and development, found out there was nothing in the market. Um, you know, years later, after a bunch of you know, research and and having the product developed, testing and everything you can think about, we we're able to come up with a working product of of this soap sunscreen, it's basically what it does. It, you take a shower or a bath or whatever, and you have sunscreen that is infused in the soap. And so immediately when you shower, it leaves an SPF 15, actually it's a 18, but you label it 15, and, you know, you're ready to go for your day. So at least it gives you, get that, you get some extra protection while you're on the sun, especially the Arizona sun. And, right. you know, it's a great product that we've been
2: working on for a while. Yeah, and it's not just for I'm going to the beach and I'm going to lay out. It's for everyday exposure to the sun. Is that right? Absolutely. It's for everyday
0: exposure and also it's, you know, for anyone. You know, this, you know, skin cancer doesn't have any prejudice and, and I, I can tell you it's for anyone. So mm-hmm. so, um, it's definitely for an everyday, you know, wake up in the morning, take a shower. You don't even know that you have it there, but, you know, yeah. um, but, it, but you're protected from the sun.
2: Yeah. A lot of people think of having to wash their sunscreen off, but this is a way to wash it on. Is that the concept that you were coming up with? Absolutely, it's a wash-on
0: sunscreen. Yep, yep, and it's and it's you know it's kind of like the old fluoride thing when fluoride first came out in toothpaste, and that's kind of the the genre that we're at right now, where we're trying to help people understand how this product works. So it's it's just as much education as it is the actual product itself to help people understand. Yes, there is a wash-on sunscreen that does exist, and and basically how it works if people were wondering is that the ingredients in Solis a bond with the natural oils that are present in your body. So immediately when you wash, it automatically leaves a layer. You can kind of picture this layer, this visible layer of of protection uh, on your skin. Mm -hmm. Um, And then over time as you're in the sun, it it would deteriorate just like any other sunscreen would when you uh, are in the sun for longer periods of time. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay. Well, we have just under three minutes until the end of the show. I want to ask you real quickly, what are the primary ways that you're marketing this right now?
0: Sure, sure. Yeah,
2: you know, we we're in a bunch of different retail shops uh,
0: across the nation. Uh, you know, we're in DermStore, we're on Amazon, which which is one of our, our bigger ones. We're actually in the mail Clinic here in, in Arizona, um, but you know, we're 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 constantly waiting, for getting, waiting, waiting, for that the big powerhouse, big box uh, deal to come, which we're still working on. So, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, for the for, for right now, we're in a, in a bunch of different unique retail stores, and they, they can mm-hmm. find us on Solis dot com.
2: And right. uh, see every store that we're in, and that is spelled S O L I S E Solise. S-E. S-E. Solis. Yep. You got it. Yeah, S O L I S E. And you do a lot of trade shows. So this is obviously something that you have to demonstrate. So you have to get out there and show people how it works.
0: You're exactly right. We do a ton of trade shows. That's basically,
2: um, you know, how we continue to get, get our jump
0: start here, our start here, with, with getting in front of people and letting okay. them. See. The product. So you're exactly right.
2: Okay, that's great. And before the end of the show, I do want to give you an opportunity one more time to tell us how can we get a hold of you, how can we connect with you, and learn more about what you're doing. Absolutely. If you want to uh, know everything I do, you can go to
0: johnbronson.co. it will kind of clear off everything, and you can read more about me, my family, things I'm involved in, charities, business, all that stuff. Johnbronson.co. Uh That's not a misprint. Co. Co. And uh, also, uh, then you know from there you can find every information about Sporman, about Solis, about a travel company, you know, real estate, anything you want to on that site, and and so
2: I think that's the easy way to, to get a, get in touch with me. That's fantastic. We are getting close to the end of the show. I do want to thank you, John Bronson, so much for being my amazing guest this week. I hope to have you back on again sometime in the future. Absolutely, no, absolutely, anytime. That's great. And we are coming toward the end of the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. You can find us at www.successprofilesradio.com. We are on every Monday night at 6 p.m. Eastern for an hour of, of motivation, inspiration, and education. You can find uh, a link to my Facebook page and a link to my Twitter page directly off of that site. The show will be available for free download on iTunes within a couple of hours after the show. The podcast will be directly available in less than an hour after the show just by going to the site www.successprofilesradio.com. On the upper right-hand side, you will be able to click on and listen right on that page. You can stop and start and fast forward anything you want to do and all of the shows that i've done so far are on that site we are reaching the end of the show i do want to thank you so much for listening and being a part of this experience today and you have yourselves a wonderful week we'll see you next monday at 6 p.m eastern take care everyone